up everyone good um more like late morning good late morning because i actually got a late start today but i do have a question of the day for you guys and it has to do with dreams and not necessarily on the same subject as the last um um segment that we had the last question of the day which was for yesterday um it's more of dreams the type that you see when you're sleeping um and it's more of do you believe they are a telling of the future um do you not dream at all um is it mostly i know some people out there and i it would be horrible to live that way only have nightmares um For me, I tend to have a mixture of dreams. Um, sometimes I have some really, really great dreams. I mean, really great dreams. Where uh, I really wish I could save them. I wish they would come up with something that you could record dreams with. Because they're just wonderful. And I guess they kind of live up to the you know name of it being a dream instead of a nightmare. Um, and of course, like anybody, I've had nightmares. And some have been so bad you know that you just wake up in that cold sweat thankfully that does not happen often it might be also attributed to things i eat um then there's those dreams that they kind of fall in the middle they're more like dreams and nightmares not i'm can't even i I can't even think of a name to call them I'm, i'm gonna have to come up with one but it's a mixture between a dream and a nightmare where it's nice and then it turns bad because maybe it's you facing something that you're going through in life and that's definitely something i had last night and um at least it wasn't um to the point of like some of the dreams i've had where i've it it pissed me off so bad that i woke up in the morning and for most of the day it just pissed me off i didn't take it out on anyone else but it just it, it gave me this mm, this just complete and utter anger for um you know certain situations and or maybe even the person because also if you think about it um i need to look a little bit into more about dreams themselves because there are books out there ways to interpret dreams and whatnot but for some people it, it could be pretty easy to kind of figure out what um you're dreaming about and why you're dreaming about them but for others it's one of those rare things kind of like um uh fish dreams being related to someone you might know being pregnant um stuff like that so it, it it's one of those things where um you know dreams are interesting to me and um and um i'm just wondering you know do you prefer to dream um or you just kind of I'm just more happy with sleeping than really having to see something in my dreams, you know, like, um, just wonder if anybody else, if you guys have had, um, a dream situation where, like an interesting dream situation like I've had, you know, it's, I know there have been many funky dreams out there and, uh, Again, I really need to start working on a possible patent for a dream machine. I need to get to it. Be right back. So for the person that I'm covering today for Hispanic Heritage Month, 
He is said to have brought um, magical realism to his readership. Um, so, so who am I talking about? Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And uh, it's funny, uh, but he has my son's name, so it's a great name. Um, <laughs> either way. Um, but um, he was uh, said to be born March 6, 1927. And this is kind of an if kind of question, because uh, apparently in the village that he was born in, in Aracataca, Colombia, um, they weren't actually issuing out birth certificates um, around that time. So um, this is kind of a guesstimate. Um, he published his first story while in college and then became a journalist, writing at a time of murderous upheaval in Colombia known as La Violencia. He pursued his craft experiencing a quote-unquote bohemian life, as he would recall, voraciously reading number of international authors and immigrating to Europe during the mid-1950s after writing an article that stoked the wrath of military dictator Gustavo Rojas Pinilla. Garcia Marquez eventually returned to his home region and worked with publications based in Venezuela and Cuba. Having previously written shorter fiction and screenplays, Garcia Marquez sequestered himself away in his Mexico City home for an extended period of time to complete the novel Cien Años de Soledad, or 100 Years of Solitude. It was published in 1967. The author drew international acclaim for the work, which ultimately sold tens of millions of copies worldwide. Garcia Marquez is credited with helping introduce an array of readers to magical realism, a genre that combines more conventional storytelling forms with vivid, layered fantasy. His other novel, El Amor en los Tiempos de Cólera, in 1985, or Love in the Time of Cholera, if you haven't seen the movie yet, um, it was partially based on his parents' courtship and was adapted, again, like I was saying, into a 2000 film starring Javier Bardem. Garcia Marquez wrote seven novels during his life with additional titles, including El General en su Laberinto in 1989, aka The General in His Labyrinth, and Del Amor y Otros Demonios in 1994, or Of Love and Other Demons. In his later years, Garcia Marquez explored his own life in his work. His memoir, Vivir para Contarla, in 2002, published the next year as Living to Tell the Tale, received warm reviews and accolades from critics and fans. Throughout his career, Garcia Marquez won numerous awards and honors, including the 1982 Nobel Prize in Literature. The writer had been diagnosed with cancer in the late 1990s and, as reported by his brother, eventually began to suffer dementia. Gabriel Garcia Marquez died in Mexico City on April 17, 2014, at the age of 87, with the world immediately honoring his immeasurable literary legacy. For what's up in the news for today, um, we're going to focus on tech. And uh, Google Pixel 2 is going to be debuting in about less than two weeks away. Um, so if you're planning to retire your phone that you currently have, uh, Google's looking to uh, make a little trading program so this trading program is going to be good for anyone who's um, looking to um, send in their old phone um, when they decide to buy a Google Pixel um, but I'm pretty sure they're going to extend it to the Pixel 2 um, during its launch because um, I'm pretty sure Google's going to extend this deal over um, to the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL which um, don't take it from me right now. It's, I guess, 
still they're still trying to figure out the final names um but when those phones become available for pre-order pretty sure they will extend that um trade-in option for the phone so Google's going ahead um, and allowing um, phone trade-ins from a handful of different manufacturers, in this case, Apple, Samsung, LG, and Motorola. Um, I've also got a list of the phones you can trade in for a new Pixel, along with how much um, they're willing to give you. So the Apple iPhone 7, the 6s and the se will be ranging from uh thirty dollars to three hundred and sixty three dollars um thirty dollars being the the least for the se um samsung galaxy um s8 and the galaxy s7 will be ranging between 52 and 305 dollars with the um s7 being the the lowest um let me see lg g6 will be going from $35.20 to $230 and the Nexus 5X and the Nexus 6P will be going between $82.50 to $165 with the Nexus 5X being obviously the lowest of the two. Google doesn't currently um, have a trade-in value for the original Pixel, but that may also be something that they might put out when the actual Pixel 2 is announced. Uh, the Google Pixel 2 is rumored to bring all sorts of updates to 2016's debut uh, Pixel phone. Among them are uh, squeezable frames, slimmer bezels, and of course, Google's new Android Oreo software. Now, on the topic of phones, um, apparently this will be a tale of star-crossed iPhones. Um, production troubles earlier this summer already pushed the iPhone X released November 3rd. Um, and now another piece of new tech is further slowing the process and could limit supply, which I actually heard about this about a few weeks, um, actually a week or less than a week after they actually announced the, um, during the Apple event, all the uh, features and specs. Um, so this other piece of new tech uh, that's slowing this process happens to be with the facial recognition screens, um, depending on two different components. One, um, they're both nicknamed uh, two different things which coincide with each other, in this case, Romeo and Juliet, and they aren't in sync. So, Romeo modules are taking longer to produce than Juliet modules, uh, creating an output bottleneck, which is slowing down um, and adding anxiety about shortages of the company's latest flagship phone, which a lot of people, even myself, were kind of holding out and waiting to get. Now, moving on to what I feel is actually somewhat of a saturated market when it comes to these new home devices, Amazon's device family is growing and in this case Amazon is introducing a second generation Echo that can make phone calls and also stream in multiple rooms. Uh, this feature puts it up against both Sonos and Apple's upcoming HomePod. The company also launched the Amazon Echo Spot, a cross between the Echo Dot and the Echo Show with a 2.5 inch screen that lets you watch camera feeds and video clips. Um, Amazon's expanded line gives consumers more options and the retailer more ammo against rivals. Um, and this has been quoted in saying, while it's feeling like Google and Apple are hitting the smart home as a side hustle, Amazon is going all in. And this was by writer Michael Spencer.
Well, everyone, thank you so much for stopping by and hanging out with me in the mix for the daily mix of the day. If you have any questions or comments or just want to say hi, you can do so by pressing the little comment icon on the segment and boom, it'll be featured right on the station. Another way you can do is um, just call it in using your phone right there. It'll record you. And the coolest part is that you can be featured on the station by just using your phone. The station is also in podcast format and it can be found on Google Play and on iTunes as well. So you can check us out there. If you need to catch one of the episodes, they will be uploaded there. So go ahead and add that to your list. Um, But again, we can always be found here first on Anchor. So um, go ahead and favorite the station and you will be alerted anytime anything new drops. All right. See you guys next time.